Welcome to episode 72 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things. And tonight, we are putting WandaVision to bed. It's the finale. It's episode 9. We're going to review it. Don't worry, everything will be okay. Let's get going. On turn it up there. DJ Captain Go. Let's go. What up, my brother? Uh, how you doing, brother? I'm all right. I'm all right. All right. Yeah, it's, it's Monday. It's the start of a new week. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. It's March. And yeah. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. It's getting a little warmer this week. Yeah. So they say we shall see. Today wasn't too bad, actually. I don't know, but these uh, this weekend was was shit yeah yeah it was cold it was a just stay inside and yeah and hide and, uh, just like <laughs> keep the windows keep the curtains closed <laughs> the heater on stay in your pajamas yeah. kind of weekend it yeah. was one of those it yeah it was yes <clears throat> i agree i agree so we're in the the dog days of canadian winter mm-hmm. and and it's a miserable time kind of but what are you going to do? Soon it will be spring mm-hmm. and movie theaters will be open and Hopefully. life will start to get. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> Apparently, Florida's open. I don't know if you saw the news. All these uh, kids were oh, walking no. to the beach thinking oh, yeah. uh, COVID is gone, fucking spring break. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, Go on out there, kids. You yeah. get out there and you Pretty. party. You pretty, pretty sad. Go, go, go yeah. party. In Texas, the, no masks. Yeah. And it's funny because Zippy, no masks. So I'm watching I'm watching a little clip uh, on the news, like on YouTube today, and they had like people burning masks. <laughs> there was even little kids. When I say little kids, I mean like like three year olds storing their masks in the fire. And it's like, this is what your parents, yep. this is the type yep. of example that your parents are setting. Can you imagine? No. What, can you imagine what, what kind of people those kids are going to be when they grow up? Like, we think we have a problem with yeah. ex, with extremism. No, okay. Yeah. All right. This is not the kind of conversation we generally no. have <laughs> on Tool for this podcast. Yeah. This is this is this is the birth of our new podcast. Jared Kev get political as fuck. Oh <laughs> um, uh, man, no, no, no. Um, it, yeah, it definitely isn't. But uh, but hey, we're here to talk nerdy shit that we're too old right. to uh, to talk about. <laughs> nerdy. <laughs> so yeah, so. Uh, WandaVision. Well, before we jump into WandaVision. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. Was there any trailers or anything that dropped this week? Or last week, I should say? Anything? Uh, You know, we got more Snyder Cut stuff. Images and stuff. Not leaked, released. I think we got more Kong versus Godzilla. Well, uh, the one thing I saw is the director's... Hmm? scenes from that oh i didn't see that but i saw that the director definitely said that there will be a winner 
Okay. So it's uh, not going to be another they, Superman v. Batman situation where it was kind of like a draw. <laughs> there actually is going to be a clear winner. So okay. that's, that's, I have, that's good. I have also seen images of Mecha Godzilla. So they released some more mm-hmm. scenes and they actually showed Mecha Godzilla for okay. real this time. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Check it out. It's yeah. out there. Okay. Um, so, yeah. That's all. That's all fun and good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now ten days away from the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut, as it is come to be known. Um, and isn't I the, still uh, is, sorry. Isn't Winter uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon being released on the same day too? This the next day. The, is 19th. the next day. Okay. So yeah, we're yep. So that's going to be a big that. weekend, a whole big weekend of something that I'm really looking forward to, and then something that I'm really not that much looking forward to. But uh, maybe it'll be good. We'll so see. what? You're down on the uh, Snyder Cut now? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you kind of got it backwards. No, no. Uh, the finale of WandaVision has now turned me so anti MCU really? for the next little while. That I'm going to be eh? grumpy. I'm going to be grumpy about the MCU for the next little while. Like yeah, I'm still, right. I'm, I'm, st- I'm not at the point of saying I don't want to follow it anymore and cover it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to be interested in what happens. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, no, no, we won't see. We'll do that. Um, but I like right now. I'm just so grumpy. We'll get to it. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get to the reasons why Wandavision's finale made me grumpy about the MCU. Fair enough. But um, I don't know. Before we get to that, was there anything else uh, that we wanted to? Yeah, talk about? really, really can't think of. Uh... That was a, that was a clunky kind of cul-de-sac. I ripped us into right there. Sorry. It's all, good. all right. Yeah, no, I can't uh, really uh, think of uh, anything else that might have dropped last week. Any news? I'm just drawing a blank. Well, you know what? The there finale. Was that, there, I was going to say there was that really bad um, um, Melissa McCarthy and uh, fuck, what's her name again? Um, the girl that played Ma. Um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank on the name right now. She was she's Academy Award winner. <laughs> Black black girl. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Why am I drawing a blank on her name right now? Uh, they they dropped a new trailer for some movie that looks horrible. I think it's going. I think it's a Netflix film. If I remember correctly, um, where they're playing. They play superheroes. <laughs> so they're like hopping on this like superhero bandwagon with them. Um, oh my god. Well, I can't remember her name. It'll, I'm just gonna look it up real quick. Uh, Sorry. Of course, I type in Ma and it doesn't come up. <laughs> Anyways, keep talking. Don't mind me. Well, I mean, this whole superhero genre, there are so many shows now that are just like, what if superheroes were this? Yeah, Thunder, Thunder Force is the what name if, of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Octavia Spencer was the name I was trying to remember. Like, I'm like my gag reflex is triggered now every time there's a new superhero show. There's well, so many. Superhero well, it's shows. a movie, and it's funny because uh, I saw like I don't know. I think it was um, Rotten Tomatoes uh, posted posted the trailer, and before I even clicked on the trailer, I didn't even get through the trailer. 
before I even clicked on the trailer, uh, I was looking at the comments, and and one of the first comments was, "I didn't watch the trailer yet, but I bet you a hundred bucks that Melissa McCarthy falls in in it." <laughs> I, I I click on the trailer, dude. Within the first like thirty seconds of the trailer, she falls. <laughs> dude, I was laughing my ass off <laughs> to the point where I was just like, "Yeah, I'm done." <laughs> Just reminded me, I saw there are there were some uh, quote unquote leaked photos from the set of Thor: Love and Thunder, mm. and the scene they were and shooting was it, yeah. yeah yeah the scene they were shooting was another another fake play that Loki puts on, mm. and Melissa McCarthy's in it and she's playing Hela and they're reenacting yeah. Ragnarok, and <laughs> I I guarantee you Hela falls down in that as well. <laughs> I guarantee. Uh, shit. <laughs> it's funny um, because it's true. Yes, Melissa McCarthy's funny. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not she, gonna lie. She has I think, her moments. I think she has she's her funny. moments. You know what? I, I will say this. I think she's funny on Saturday Night Live. When she does Saturday Night Live, she's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's um, always a good show when she's when she's. Hosting. Yeah, uh, her her movies are hit and miss with me. I'm not a huge fan of her movies. Oh sure, she's been in some bad epic yeah. movies. For sure, definitely. Yeah. No argument there. Yeah, <laughs> we won't even talk about the Ghostbusters. The ghost, the Ghostbusters uh, failed reboot that we talked about before we were recording. Yeah, yeah uh, among them for sure, but not <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's fault. That thing was just a complete fucking yeah, yeah, dumpster. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say it was complete it shit. It would have been okay. There were, it would have been were like, a few funny moments, and I will say that. But it overall, like a no, it's middle not, of the road movie, it yeah. would have been like a, like a, like just a complete middle of the road movie, like a, like like the middle of the top ten at the box office when it's out, and mm. like the middle of the ratings in Rotten Tomatoes, and like like nobody's favorite movie, but nobody like bad bags on it that much yeah. either, maybe probably. But it's, um, it, I will say this: it's not a movie. It's not like the original Ghostbusters where people continue and keep on watching it and it gets repeat viewings. Yeah, it's no, it's no. it's definitely not that as a sequel to Ghostbusters. It wasn't it's even a, a sequel fire, is what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> or as yes, as a Ghostbusters movie, yeah. I guess I should say then. Uh it's the dumpster fire. Yeah. They really missed the the mark on that one. Uh hopefully the new one now we're now we're just completely going off. <laughs> Hopefully the new one uh definitely uh I, I feel I'm hoping that it it brings the original series justice and it sounds like that's the route that they're going where they don't completely ignore the fact that there were original Ghostbusters and kind of just yep. work around it. That that's where they failed. Um I I did appreciate the fact that they brought in like, you know, cameos. Even though Bill, or uh, I was gonna say Bill Cosby, Bill Murray's, Murray, yeah, Bill Murray, um, little stunt in that movie was so stupid. It was such uh-huh. a waste of a talent. Uh huh. It's uh, all Bill Murray's fault. It's all Bill Murray's fault. You know this. And, you know uh, that I'm mad at Bill Murray. Well, he over Ghostbusters so much, so much that I don't even want to see the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, I definitely want to see the new one. I do not want Bill Murray to succeed in this project now. Be- oh, God. Well, it's I'm, not I'm his project, upset. though. I'm getting upset about Ghostbusters now. <laughs> <sighs> I 
Look what for I twenty did. years, mm-hmm. when Harold Ramis was still alive, yeah. for twenty years they begged Bill Murray to do another movie with them, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He he wouldn't even talk to them. Yeah. He just made them. He's like he's like send a script to my to my my postal my what 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 are they called? <laughs> my PO box or whatever. Yes, my post office box. Yeah. And, you know, and they never had a script that was good enough for him, for him to ever take him. Then Harold Ramis dies and they still want Bill Murray to come back. And he still says no. And, and then, you know, somebody, I don't know who floats this idea of the doing the all women remake and Bill Murray's like, and comes out publicly vocally says, I think they should do the all-woman reboot of Ghostbusters. That's what they should do. They shouldn't bother trying to make a sequel with us. But you know what? He, let's be honest. He, he practically made it happen. No, Kev. but let's be honest. The paycheck that they must have gave him to stand sure. behind this movie must have been sure. huge. Sure, but he also used it as a human shield. Like, yeah. I don't want to do the Ghostbusters sequel so badly. I'm going to prop this up in front of me. And he had the power to prop it up. Yeah. And he had the power to stop Ghostbusters from getting made before that. And then, after he saw how bad that entire thing was, and for some reason, I'm going to suggest maybe the number of Oscar-nominated films he's been making in the last you know, 10 years has really fallen off mm. compared, compared to back when Harold Ramis was alive and Bill Murray was like the legend, the coolest person on earth that everybody had to just worship out me among them. Mm-hmm. I, I, he was a, my, a cult hero of mine, even though I was always frustrated about this ghostbuster situation. Um, and then like, he had to get behind this new thing to get it made, and now he's in it, and he's doing what Harold Ramis wanted him to do. But now Harold Ramis is gone, yeah. and it's so heartbreaking that we this isn't 15 years ago, and we don't have the real Ghostbusters sequel that we could have had. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I and it's like, no, Bill, I want I want you to fail again. I want you to be cursed for this to fail for you forever because you ruined it for the rest of us. Yeah. In all fairness, like <laughs> it is what it is. Um, the Ghostbusters uh, uh, reboot—you don't have to watch it. You don't have to acknowledge it. Whatever, it's out there. Doesn't mean you have to buy it. <laughs> it's not right? offensive. No, right? it's got a great cast. Um, I love, I love everybody in the cast of that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I went to it thinking this could be good. This could be funny. This yeah. could be a good time. Yeah. Um, so uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, aside, uh, I. I I definitely will watch the new one. I'm not going in with anger like you, are. <laughs> but um, I do hear what you're saying, and yeah, no, it's shitty, but it is what it is. We can't rever- we can't hop in the Delorean and reverse time <laughs> and redo it. So um, if you're, if you're Bill Murray, you can you can try that. You yeah, could you, you could try, try to but... stuff the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, uh, because you're Bill Murray. I and. If you're Jason Reitman, I still yeah. think the greatest thing he ever did was coffee and cigarettes with Riza and the Jizza. <laughs> you ever seen that? Uh, oh, dude, do yourself a favor. Uh, watch Bill Coffee Murray. and Cigarettes. Um, they filmed this over like a decade. Uh, it's like little sketches that basically involve coffee and cigarettes, uh, but it's yeah. all like like conversations essentially. 
uh, Jack White and and Meg or whatever they're in it. Um, all these different like stars are in it, and uh, there's this great scene where Jizza and Rizza are like chilling in a coffee shop, and who's their who's their waiter? Bill Murray. <laughs> right yeah it's it's that that little thing is just like so so good and it's funny because they don't call him bill or mr murray they call him bill murray throughout the entire thing like look beer look here bill murray <laughs> it's so funny you gotta watch it it's, i'm sure it's on youtube you know his appearance his appearance in zombie land mm-hmm. oh that was great. was like was like the best well, probably the only good part of that movie. It was, but it was really funny. It was but really cool. I love Zombieland, the first one. Yeah. The first one, the second one, yeah. eh. <laughs> but the first one, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a great film. Uh, okay, but yeah, his well, yeah, it was it was all right. But Bill Murray was his little thing his, in it was great. Yeah, and it's like I don't know, man. Anyway, anyways, let's Wanda Vision. <laughs> let's boom done on Ghostbusters and move on to Wanda Vision episode nine series. Wait finale. a minute, are we talking about coming to America too? Oh, you want to talk about that? Sure, let's talk about it. Um, you didn't finish it, but you got what, halfway through it. Yeah, so, it's funny. I want to say, look, what do people need to know? It's the sequel to Coming to America. You know what to expect. Um, pr- pretty much, and your only question is: is it does it suck or not? It doesn't. Right, I, I don't. I didn't think it sucked. Um, no. Definitely not. Um, I, I thought it was. I thought it was a subpar movie. Um, a lot of the charm of the first one wasn't in this one. Uh, they dumbed it down. They it wasn't rated R, which I thought was kind of silly too, because that's another. Yeah. That's another great thing about the first one was, like, the fact that it was rated R. There was swearing, like that part when he's yeah. like. Um, whatever. Good morning, New York, and they're like, "Fuck you," and he's like, "Fuck you too." <laughs> like, yeah, come on, that's like yeah. classic Eddie Murphy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, having his his bathers like topless and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was all yeah. funny shit, right? Um, that's true. But yeah, no, that's that's one of the things. Uh, one of the one of the few things that uh, I feel like it should have been rated R. Um, Eddie Murphy's character should have been more. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I don't want to say like Eddie Murphy, <laughs> but you know how like he was very like a fish out of water in the first one. Yeah. I feel like he should have been more, I don't know, dominant in this. I don't know. It's kind of not sure what exactly what I'm, the way I'm trying. You to felt like it. he was, you felt like he was too beta. He was, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't alpha enough. Uh, no, sorry, not alpha enough. He did it. He did. I don't know. Just his character. I just feel like, like what, like the lessons he learned from then, I don't know. I guess he, he, his character was a little bit more stubborn. Maybe that's why. Sure. Right. Because he was the king now. But anyways, yeah. um, overall, there's something about the new, the new Eddie Murphy, the modern Eddie Murphy has to be completely inoffensive. Yeah. And, and for a while it was because he had so much like, um, so much invested in Shrek. He was getting such big patient. Like, Paychecks yes, yeah. from those Shrek movies, Is which are for why children. He kind of went PG. Oh yeah, it was because, because this... he he was making so much money from kids' movies for for so long. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of used to being. I think I don't know if he's ever going to go back to R-rated Dolomite stuff. Dolomite was rated R though. Yeah, that's true. So I just lied. Um, yeah, Dolomite was rated R. So yeah. But this, I don't know. I feel like this is almost like legit Eddie Murphy now. Like this is who he's become. He's become this 
like mostly inoffensive, um, you know, like milder version of his younger self. I don't know. I wanted to see more shock value, I guess. Yeah. It, like, you're I wanted right. to see a Borat 2. Like, Borat 2 pushed the boundaries. Right. I don't right. know. For me, I just thought, I don't know. It didn't really, it didn't surprise me. There was nothing in that movie that, that I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I want him to crawl into a fucking elephant's ass or anything like in that fucking Brothers Grimsby movie, <laughs> whatever. But I did, I don't know. I just I was expecting a little bit more of a shock value somewhere along the lines of the movie. I All, right. All right. Uh, All right. And I, and I, I got a beef with the name. Like, I don't think they should have called it Coming to America, like number two. Uh, uh-huh. I, th- I think they should have called it something like Back to Zoo back to Zamunda or something, you know what I mean? Just something different because they spent more time in Africa than they did in the States. So I feel like, like coming to America should have been like the parentheses of the title. Like it should have been back to Zamunda coming to America. Like, you know what I mean? Like you get what I'm saying, right? Um, Or Uh, or coming coming to to America, America, call of the wild. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Back in Africa, <laughs> something like <laughs> coming to Africa, <laughs> black to Africa, <laughs> bringing your ass back to Africa, <laughs> two, two, no. as well. <laughs> so yeah, no. Uh, overall, like I thought the movie, uh, I liked. I liked a lot of the. Um, they brought back a lot of the old characters, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, it. It was it was great that the world of the first movie really feels like it's still intact. Yes, and and you do kind of are transported back to it pretty legitimately, especially with all the makeup characters. They yes. pre- they're pretty much exactly the same as the, the first um, movie. The uh, the barber shop, right? Yeah, um, it still had the the old uh, name on the building and stuff like that too. And they, yeah. they didn't modernize it or anything like that, which yeah, uh, which I liked. And they do the whole McDowell's joke yeah, all, McDowell's. all over again. Yeah. Um, it's it it really feels like the same world of the first movie. It's kind of a fantasy movie, mm-hmm. is it? When you say it's like a it's like a fairy tale, yes, kind yes. of kind of world. Yeah. Um. And and this time around, it's more musical. It's it's there's a lot of musical numbers in this. Yeah. Um. And and they're fun. They work. Mm-hmm. I think. I liked uh, the kid that played his son too. I thought he was good. Um, I really liked him when they gave him his transformation because he kind of looked like um, Killmonger. Did you get that far? Oh, when they, when, like they when they made his yeah. hair like they yeah, they like dreaded it, his hair yeah. and they put him in that outfit. It's Green Killmonger slash like uh, Black Panther to me. Um, it's funny because this movie did remind me of Black Panther, but I never mm, made that direct connection okay. to him. And Walker. But yeah. you're right. You're right. Mm. Yeah. So um, another thing, like I said, I, I know you didn't finish it yet, but the part that made me laugh the hardest is actually towards the end. So um, I don't know if you want me to kind of give you a light spoiler. <laughs> sure, whatever. But you remember in the first one when uh, I, I don't remember his name, but the uh, the one – the one guy that was like his, his like, um, the guy that looked after him, whatever. Um, he was the one that woke him up in the morning. And then yeah. remember when they got married, he sang that song, like, she's the most beautiful, yeah. right? So they yeah. actually, at towards the end, 
they pass him the mic and they do get off by prince and he says it like his style it is fucking great (laughs) i laughed my ass off at that part um that that was really funny and um when's the last time you watched the original has it been recently like did you oh no no okay so I i don't know if you remember the part when um when they're in the bar and they're like looking at different girls and they're kind of like interviewing them and it's like different girls are like appearing in the seat, whatever. And then there was like the two twins and they're like rapping. It's like, my name is Trina and I'm the best and all the guys want to touch my breasts, whatever. Right. They bring them back (laughs) at the end, which I thought was great. So, but yeah, no, overall, like there was some funny moments of the film, but um it's it's not high on my my rewatch list anyway so um yeah it, it was it was it was okay <laughs> okay but yeah it was cool to well, see a lot of the characters back well we got to get on with it so i'm going to wrap up uh my review of coming to america that mm-hmm. i only watched half of by saying um uh, I think it's good. I think it's it, it, it's 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 brought Arsenio Hall back from the dead. You know, mm-hmm. he's 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 getting the um, to act in this funny movie with all of these super funny people. Leslie Jones is fantastic and funny. Tracy Morgan fantastic and funny. Uh, Wesley Snipes is amazing. Yeah, and he was amazingly great. funny uh, as Izzy. James Earl Jones is back and John Amos mm-hmm. both back reprising their roles and mm-hmm. both great, always great. Um, uh, yeah, no, I you know what. Um, I, I'm, I'm, maybe it's just nostalgia. Maybe this like reminds me of a happier time from my mm-hmm. childhood, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just great revisiting this world again for me. Um, but um, uh, this could have this could have sucked a lot worse than it mm-hmm. than it does. You know, it, maybe it's a light version. It's a it's a it's a non irated version, and it's slightly less funny. And yeah, all all that, but uh, I still really like it. Uh, I will give it. Uh, I'll give it uh, uh, seven out of ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I also like that they brought back Randy Watson as well too. Uh, you didn't get that far either, but uh, he makes an appearance, which I thought was okay. great. Uh, I love that character in the first one um, when he like grabbed when he um, he does like Whitney Houston song whatever, and then everyone's just like <laughs> quiet, <laughs> and he drops the fucking mic, and people were just like. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I love that they brought him back. Uh, my my biggest complaint of this film, which I forgot to mention, Leslie Jones. I'm oh. sorry, but Leslie Jones is like, I think she's a, I think she's funny. I think she's a really funny, <laughs> funny lady. I thought uh-huh. she was funny on Saturday Night Live. Uh, she was funny in that Ghostbusters movie. My problem uh-huh. with Leslie Jones is she always plays the loud ghetto ass black character. Like yeah. every movie that she's in, she's like the over the top, loud ghetto ass. I think character. she's playing herself. No, ghetto. but she's that's not her though. That's not her. But Are you she's, sure? I think she's being typecast as that, and that's Are why you, you sure? think that's her. No, man. her stand up is that. Is it? So she's being yeah, but her stand up. Remember, her stand up could be a character, just like how Andrew Dice Clay. He's not like that in real life. I, are, you, are you really saying that you think Leslie Jones is is like an Andrew Dice Clay like character? No, 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 really? I, she could be. Yes, she could I, be. Yes, <laughs> I don't think she's. Uh, no, I don't think she's ghetto like that all the time. She has money. She obviously okay, has money, check, so you, you don't her, have to be allowed as you don't read have to, like her last. Read her last like like ten. Tweets. So what you're telling me is she's not acting. I. 
I think that she is just that type of performer who just plays like a heightened version of herself all the time. That's my point. Is because that she's, 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 she's naturally funny. Playing, she's always playing the same character. That's the point I'm trying to say. There's actually a really funny sketch on Saturday Night Live with, um, what's his face? Uh, the guy that, um, that fucking jerked off in front of, the comedian that jerked off in front of women. Uh, <laughs> what was his, what's his name again? Um, oh my God, it's right, uh, right there. Uh, White dude. Um, yeah, oh, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, it's only because you did this that I'm not thinking of his <laughs> It's only because you put the pressure. Louis C.K. So anyways, uh, there's this really funny sketch where they're working in like this like uh, Virgin Mobile store or whatever. And he's making fun of the way she talks and she catches him. And he's like, girl, I always talk like this. And they show like the the progress of him working at this store for like five years and he kept up doing the same voice <laughs> just so he wouldn't get fired. It's uh-huh. a funny sketch. <laughs> it's really funny. Anyways, to me, that's the character she's always playing. It's this like loud ghetto. Anyways, I, I, I just think that she has better acting chops than that and she can do sure. something different. That's all I'm saying. Because she's playing right. the same character and everything. All right. Boom! God! So anyway, um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give uh, coming to America. You know, you know what I you know what I'm gonna call you on though. Yeah, go for it. Tracy Morgan. Tracy exactly Morgan's the exact deal. same thing. And I was exact gonna bring I was gonna bring up Tracy Morgan too. <laughs> but that but, didn't bother you. <laughs> no, no, it did. That's the thing. Okay. Um, okay. When I when I talked about this movie, so I, I actually talked to this uh, about this movie to my boss when I when I went into work uh, Friday morning because I watched it last Thursday because it came out last Thursday. And the first thing I told him was uh, Tracy Morgan and Leslie Jones, like they 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 play these like ghetto ass characters and they always play these ghetto ass characters, blah, blah, blah. And so anyways, that was like my biggest complaint of the film. Aside from that, it was funny and they they were funny. You don't get me wrong. They were funny. I just feel like there's their 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 acting chops should be broader. Sure. They work as brother and sister, though. Yeah, they do. You're right, 100%. But anyways, uh, I, I would give this movie, um, I was thinking about why while, while we were talking about it, and uh, I'm like somewhere between like a 5, 5.5. It's mediocre. Okay. It's better. It's better than, yeah, I would say 5.5. I won't go as high as a 6. Okay. So that's that's my, that's right. Okay. Yeah. All right there. There we go. Uh, put a pin <laughs> in that. <laughs> um, okay. Is the podcast over? Oh, no. We haven't talked about WandaVision <laughs> yet. Um <laughs> What? I'm ready to record scratch out of that. <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know what? You remember before this episode, when we were talking about the last episode, we, mm-hmm. we, 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 we finished up. I told you, no, I'm ready for this to be done. Like, yeah. I'm ready to just get it all out of the way. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, I was ready after, uh, like, episode three. I was like, okay, this is this is taking way too long. It's too drawn out. Uh, this is not the the series is a movie that's chopped up. It's not a series to me. Um, okay. And and I really felt like the way this story was being told, it would be way better if it was streamed, it, it binged, then stretched out week after week after week. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I think I was right. Uh, I think the finale really proved me right. A lot of people are disappointed 
um, you know, a lot of people liked it. It's not. It's it's kind of a mixed reaction that I've seen. But um, mm-hmm. a lot of people are. I mean, I mean, I, I haven't seen anybody but hate it. I've seen people say I was disappointed, uh, mm-hmm. but a lot. I think everybody admits that it was it was a good show. It mm-hmm. was a good. It was a good script um in many ways you know the 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 love story between i'm 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 getting i'm you know i've skipped past everything but um <laughs> my feelings about wandavision uh they're very complicated they're very complicated but um i'm disappointed i am uh yeah. you know what i made i made a lot of predictions that are nowhere near uh true so are and you just disappointed because your predictions didn't come true no it's it's far more complicated than that like it's it's not it's not no like i if it lived up to all your (laughs) predictions would you have been like oh my god this is the greatest show ever because i predicted it no it's not even about the predictions and and my and nothing that i predicted was was unique to me um i I jumped on a bunch of bandwagons of popular predictions that were out there and 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 it all seemed to make sense to me Mm -hmm. and 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 the way this show unfolded I mean, come on! It was written to make you guess at everything you saw. Oh, right. what does that mean? What is that? Everything was an Easter egg. Was what was what I kept saying for the yeah. first few episodes, right? Yeah. Everything in this show is an Easter egg, and I just felt like for a show that seemed that way in the beginning to end with so many loose ends and unanswered questions, and it's one thing, okay. It's one thing to have a string that leads to the next thing. Mm-hmm. It's another. Th- it's another thing to just have unanswered questions about the story that we just watched. Um, and there are so many after this finale, and and I'm just left with the same feeling that I was left with after every episode. I just have a thousand questions. I'm still wondering what is going on here. What's the deal with this damn show? Okay. After after the finale, and after a finale. You're supposed to feel some satisfaction. You just watch this story from beginning to completion. And, and you know, that happened in certain ways. But in so, so many other ways, it didn't, uh, in my opinion. Um, and then they're just weird, dumb choices, uh, like, all over the place. Um, I, that was a rant. And we haven't even gone over the details of what happened in the episode. Um, so... Um, now that everybody's knows exactly what I think of this entire episode, before we even start talking about it, um, shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. I definitely, uh, I'm definitely on a different uh, ballpark. I know, here. as usual. Um, yeah, because I really did like this show. I thought it was a really good show, and um, obviously there were a little, like a couple disappointments because you, because of again, uh, we we've been talking about this throughout the last, you know, eight weeks that we've been watching the show. Um, of course, we watch a lot of YouTubers. We we watch speculations. And, of course, um, I was expecting certain things to happen. It didn't. And I'm fine with it. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Like, obviously, the director yeah, didn't not, want to go that about, way. The writers didn't want to go that way. It's not about what didn't happen. No, it's not about what did or didn't happen okay. for me, really. Because I've, I've heard that. I've heard so many people saying that, you know. Just because all of your theories didn't come true, you guys, you know, who told you to make all those wild theories? Yeah. You know, th- that's no, that's not, that's really not what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm used to my theories or stuff that I, I wish would happen. Not, you know, I, 
I feel like, and and again, I feel like it's good. I didn't say it was bad. Yes. I just, I just feel like the writing just kind of fell apart in in terms of, in terms of just a lot of plot holes or just okay. uh, mystery boxes uh, that that are just left unwritten and just somebody said, okay, we'll write an explanation to that for the Doctor Strange movie or we'll. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll answer this unanswered question in the the Captain Marvel two movie, right. and because there is no answer right now, which it's a okay. I'm I'm back to ranting, and we haven't even talked. Okay, about let's, let's 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 go through the show. Okay, <laughs> so we find Wanda exactly where we left her uh, in the street, uh, facing off with Agatha, who has. The boys all wrapped up around the neck with her magical ropes. Yes. And uh, they have a little witch battle. Wanda fires a little red magic at her. And uh, Wanda orders the boys inside. Uh, and uh, then, uh, right then and there, guess who shows up? Who shows up? White Vision. <laughs> And uh, we have a moment. Okay, what's going to go on here? White Vision just kind of lands like he might be coming just to, to talk, and he just mm-hmm. says Wanda, and she recognizes. Oh my God, that is the real reanimated dead body of Vision. What we thought was the reanimated dead body of Vision before was not. Mm-hmm. This is the actual reanimated dead body of Vision. Um, and she's like, Oh my God, Vision is you. And he has a moment where, of course, uh, he tries to fake her out he goes he goes Wanda and he and he caresses her face like he would in the old days and then she has a moment of weakness and she's like oh my god maybe he's back and then we know what's gonna happen when the other hand comes up on the other side of her face don't we Kev mm-hmm. don't we know what's gonna happen yes he tries to crush her skull and throws her mm-hmm. and uh then uh, I don't remember how she gets away from him. Really, uh, the other the other vision shows up. The, the one, other vision the shows up. Her manifested they, version of uh, vision shows up. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a big so there's a big there's a big fight here out in the street. Wanda uh, uses telekinesis to take out Agnes with a car with a flying car. It's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the action in this is very expensive. It looks just like any MCU film. It's it's not suffering from translation to television in any way. Yep. So. You feel like you're watching an action sequence in this kind of felt like an X-Men movie, uh, yeah. to be honest, right? Okay. Uh, uh, using telekinesis to fly a car down the street in a suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's very, that's, that's kind of the thing that happened in some X-Men movies. Um, it also <clears throat> happened in uh, an Avengers movie as well. When she was fighting uh, Iron Man, she used cars. Sure. Yeah. True. That is true. Um, but so, I'd like to point uh, out just real quick before you uh, jump ahead. Uh, yeah. When she throws the car at her and she goes to look to see what happened, um, you see uh, Agatha's boots sitting under the car, which is a nice little yeah, throwback. Yeah, it's to very the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah, very cool. <clears throat> which I, I like that little little Easter egg. There's a lot yeah. of Wizard of Oz uh, uh, Easter eggs in, in throughout the entire show, but uh, I really like that one. My name going. Yes. Um, so uh, Vision and Vision... White Fly vision, off. White vision and colored vision. <laughs> that is are true. Fighting, are fighting in the white, air. White vision and colored vision. <laughs> Fly off and have a superhero flying fight, which yeah. is cool enough. Yeah, it looks great, and, too. Uh, and, then, and then we cut to finally catching up with Monica Rambeau. And mm-hmm. she is... Um, 
locked in the bedroom of Evan Peters' character, who Pietro. last episode last episode we called Fietro, fake Pietro. Yeah. Um, we we have this little scene where Monica Rambo is alone with him. She he's keeping her prisoner, mm-hmm. um, and he still has his super speed power. So. Like at this point, I'm super confused about this character, dude. I'm like, okay, he's not fake Pietro anymore. Why does he still have the super speed power? That's kind of weird. Um, so I know I'm jumping ahead here. Yeah. But eventually she notices that necklace around her neck, around his neck. Yeah. And yeah. it's glowing with purple. So obviously she knows that's connected. She to uses her power to read the energy from it and you yeah. see it glow- and glowing all the way purple. Yeah. So the way I took that is one, that thing was under, uh, that was what was uh, controlling him. Right. Yep. That was, that was what's under A- And Agatha's magic is purple. Yeah. And I, and again, I'm just assuming this. Uh, I wasn't in the writer's room, but I'm assuming because he had this thing around his neck, this is why I guess she gave him like a magic, gave magic spell, I guess, to control him and to give him the speed. That's my guess. That's that's the way I kind of interpreted that. And that's why he was able to run really fast. Because obviously he's not Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. It's all, it's all from so Agatha's magic. It's all from Agatha's magic. That's, again, that's my theory on it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so his character is like all the other people in Westview. He lived there before Westview was there. Mm-hmm. And... Agatha controls him instead of Wanda because Agatha put a magical necklace on him that her, has her magic like per, like keeping him under control and I guess you can assume that also gave him his superpowers. Yeah. Why not? It makes sense. Um, so in this scene, Monica Rambeau fi- figures out that he is just a dude who lived in this house his name is Ralph, so haha, surprise, he's my husband, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Um, and his last name is Boner, so it's funny, because Ralph Boner. Um, Boner is actually a reference to uh, Growing, Growing Pains, Pains yeah. the character from Growing Pains. Um, but um, there you go, it is no connection at all to the Fox X-Men, which... We, we were saying last episode is most likely the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you go. Evan Peters was cast for no other reason except that it's weird and they thought it might be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this this really bothers me, Kev. It, it really, really Again, bothers me. Like I think, um, I think that was just kind of Disney trolling the fans. Yeah. And <laughs> right? it's, not, it's not cool at all. It's not cool at all. Uh, you release this show on a weekly basis and 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 you fill it with all these these clues and mysteries for us to search for. If you're mm-hmm. giving us false information, um, then then why would we even do this? Why would we keep playing this game? If you're just if if they're purposely like at, when they released um, trailers for Endgame and they had like 
the Hulk in some of the scenes in the trailer and some, and they painted the Hulk out of some scenes in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And so like scenes in the movie were completely different than the, than they were in the trailer. The exact same scenes had characters missing or added to them because Marvel just, just lies to the fans to misdirect you. But <clears throat> so, so, so why did, why do we keep doing this? It's not just <laughs> like, like Marvel, how can we even make these theories? It's not just Marvel. that does that shit though. That's the thing, right? They use these trailers to get people into seats. Right. right? That's it. Um, They did the same thing with Star Wars. They did the same thing. Remember that fucking, and I use this as a, as a prime example. And the movie was like one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. But it was that Keanu Reeves movie, Ronin, like 99, whatever fuck it was called. Do you remember this movie? It was like all like samurais and shit like that. Anyways, yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was so oh, bad. I dude, couldn't. it was so bad. Anyways, there was yeah. this one. There was this one character who appeared throughout the entire trailer. It was like this dude with like tattoos all over his face. Uh, it kind of looked like like a tattoo of a skull on his face, whatever. And he was just a, a cool looking character. Anyways, apparently this guy really looks like that in real life. But anyways, that's not yeah. That, that 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 guy's an actor. He's been in a ton of movies, mm-hmm. and he always he always gets hired just because because of, of his the tattoos tat- on his face. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, throughout the trailer, he was like badass. He did all this shit, and you're just like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see this movie because this guy looks badass. I went and watched the movie. The guy was in it for five fucking minutes. There was like one scene where he like comes up to him and he's like sitting like on a rock or something and he's just like, "Hey." <laughs> right? yeah. Like literally 5 minutes of the movie, but he's yeah. throughout the entire like two and a half minute trailer. And I was just yeah. like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" And it was anyways. That's a great example of like the bait and switch, right? Yeah. You watch this yeah. movie because you're like Fuck that character looks cool. This movie's gonna be fucking cool, and ended up being the shittiest fucking movie that he was in for like five minutes. That's my rant. <laughs> you know, I think it's gonna be satisfying to watch the Snyder cut because <clears throat> the Snyder cut, this, the the original trailers for Justice League came out with all these scenes in them that mm-hmm. ended up being cut out of the movie mm-hmm. by Joss Whedon. Yep. Um, and there's all these scenes in those original trailers, which look so great, which didn't end up in the movie at all. Uh, and you, and Snyder's going to put everything in. There's going to be nothing that's not in the Snyder, nothing, right? There's going to be no, there's going to be no, uh, like re-release of the Snyder cut with extra deleted scenes. There's going to be nothing left on the table, right? It's all going to be in there. That's going to be a very satisfying part of Snyder cut. That's actually, I see Sorry, that's actually something that they announced this week that it still is going to be in four chapters, eh? So there's actually going to be four oh, chapters yeah, it's, of the the, of the story. Film. The story is written in four chapters, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, for me, I'm like, it was called 47 Ronin, by the way. Remember, I was trying okay. to remember. I, was, I just looked yeah, it up yeah. real quick. Anyways, for me, I know I'm not going to be able to sit through four or fucking hours of this movie. So yeah. I'll probably end up watching it chapter by chapter, knowing me. So I'll yeah. wait for the second chapter to show up, and I'll probably pause it and come back to it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, because yeah, I'm not me, gonna watch it. At, I'm not gonna watch it at all until the twentieth when Steve comes to visit because we're gonna watch it together. So, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna take me a couple of days to watch it too. Yeah, so. fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, back mm-hmm. to WandaVision episode nine, the finale, <laughs> uh, the series finale. Um, you know, there's a couple of cut scenes here in between what happens with Monica and Evan Peters. Uh, we go back to Vision, fighting Vision for a while. 
Um, we also go back. To, we also see what's going on with Hayward. Yeah. Uh, he's he's got Jimmy Woo uh, in captured yeah. in in handcuffs. Jimmy Woo tells him, uh, "I got the FBI coming here. They're going to be here in under an hour, and they're going to shut all this down." Uh, Hayward accuses him of bluffing. Um, then Jimmy Woo uses a magic handcuff trick to get his hands free from the handcuffs, mm-hmm. and he calls he calls the FBI and asks them if they can be there in less than an hour. It's funny. Yeah. Jimmy Woo is funny. He's been a great part of this show. Um, you know what? You know who else was a great part of this show until the finale? Darcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when I was shipping them because those characters were so great together? <laughs> that, yeah, that, was that, that great? term? That term still makes well, me laugh. Wasn't that wasn't that great? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Back earlier in the series, when Darcy was like carrying this fucking show mm-hmm. with her personality, because we were all sick of the sitcom thing after four weeks. Oh, oh, thank God we're watching Darcy tell jokes instead of watching the fucking sitcom. Still, remember that? That was great, wasn't I, it? I enjoyed anyway. the sitcom stuff, but anyway, I enjoyed Darcy. I enjoyed Darcy, Kev. Yes, yes, you did so too. Did I. Yeah, no, I, I think Darcy's great. Um, yeah, I love Cat Jennings. Yeah. Apparently, the director of this fucking series didn't <clears throat> think so. Yeah, no, well, you know what? There was a lot going on, and I get it. It's and not they, cool. They it's totally, cool. they totally no, did the the diehard thing with him, with her. I mean, um, <laughs> I don't know if you know, remember which part I'm talking about. Uh, in yeah. at the end of Die Hard, where uh, where uh, the kid that was sitting in the garage the whole time, um, basically rams the car and does the exact same thing, except she doesn't get out and punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that reminded me of Die Hard. But we'll get there. But yes, um, I get what you're saying. So, so you know, in between all of this, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, we get to get the Jimmy Woo thing, and then we also get we go back to the street where uh, Wanda is fighting Agatha, and then Agatha starts reading from the Darkhold, mm-hmm. telling her, "Oh, you're the Scarlet Witch. You're some evil, powerful stuff. You're going to destroy the world. You're this magic witch who doesn't need incantations." And uh, then uh, they have this creepy, creepy part where Agatha releases all the people of the town from Wanda's spell for a minute. And it's all the characters we've seen. It's Dottie. It's Mrs. Hart. It's the mailman. It's, uh, I forget the other guy's names, Herb and and, uh, Norm. And uh, they all start just kind of shuffling towards Wanda. They kind of get zombified, but they're all just like shell shocked because they've all just been released from the spell. Mm-hmm. And they're all just begging Wanda, you know, either to be released. Uh, one person begs to die mm-hmm. because they're suffering so much under Wanda's spell. It's very creepy, very horror movie feeling that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're pretty, living her nightmares. And, yes. And yeah. Wanda's kind of realizing the real damage that she's doing still in this scene. She's really not there yet. She's just kind of figuring it out now. And then she tries to release the people. She tries to set them free. And she kind of opens up cracks in the, the walls of the, the hex mm-hmm. and tells them to run. And when she does that, Hayward says, that's it. This is our chance. We're going in. And he sends in an invasion team mm-hmm. of soldiers with guns. You kind of skipped over a part, but it's all good. What did I skip? What did I skip? Um, did I skip? Before all that happens, uh, we go back to um, Monica Rambo, Rambo and uh, and fake fake Quicksilver, uh, yeah. Pedro. Um, and that's when she discovers that he's really um, Ralph Boner. 
is really <laughs> just a guy who lived in the house, uh, uh, an aspiring actor by the name of Ralph Boner. And she uses her powers to detect the magical energy in his necklace and realizes Agatha's controlling him through the necklace. So she yeah. breaks it off and she sets him free. Yeah. And then he doesn't have his powers anymore. And basically Monica has defeated him. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and that's it. That's the big reveal that that he was not anybody. He was just a guy who lived there. And the reason they cast Evan Peters is just, haha. Isn't that weird? We had you wondering for all those weeks. We had you wondering. Ha ha. <laughs> Fuck you. Now, I heard an explanation of this. The director has since gone on Kevin Smith's podcast yeah. and done an interview. And I heard part of the explanation for this is as such. Now, it wasn't supposed to be so insulting to the fans because... WandaVision was not supposed to be the first MCU thing released in Phase 4. Yeah. Right? The schedule got all blown under the water by COVID. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be... I, I don't remember what was supposed to be first. I think maybe Doctor Strange was supposed to be first. Uh, no, but, Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow, Black was, Widow was definitely was supposed to be out already. Yeah. And one and a couple of shows were supposed to come out before WandaVision. Mm-hmm. WandaVision show was supposed to be the fourth thing yeah. in the order. Mm-hmm. So that would have been like... A year, a year and a half in, and supposedly in all the other things, we start getting hints about mutants in the MCU. Mm -hmm. So by the time WandaVision had come out, we would already have a good idea what the MCU's plan for introducing mutants was going to be. So it would have been more obvious that Evan Peters was not the Fox Evan Peters, because that wouldn't have made sense for the Marvel plan that we were already hip to. Like, it's just, it's the most bullshit explanation for how they fucked up and, and let the audience just, it, they just, they just enjoyed misdirecting the audience. And it's not, it's not cool when you're, you're taking a, a character that was super popular, Evan Peters, Quicksilver, from the X-Men films is beloved by MCU fans. And it's not crazy theorizing or speculation to assume while you're watching this. Oh my God, that's Evan Peters from the, that's the Fox Quicksilver and he's playing the MCU Quicksilver. It's not crazy fan theorizing to jump to the conclusion that something is happening here. (laughs) You know, there's some reason for this. To, to just to just say oh you should have just assumed it was a joke because it was just a joke it's it's ridiculous it's insulting i actually think kevin feige has to come out and apologize to the fans i know that sounds over the top but i'm dead serious mm-hmm. i think this is insulting to the fans this evan peters thing and and I think it's insulting to the fans to say, oh, you theorized too much. Oh, you're just mad because the stuff you didn't, you wanted to happen didn't happen. No, like anybody would have thought this when they saw this. This is like, this is just fucking with us. It's just fucking with us. It's yeah. not cool. Anyway, that's exactly, that's exactly the way I took it is that it was just them fucking with us. <laughs> and I don't know. I, 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 I get it. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, um, I'm, I, I just took it for face value of what it is. Personally. Yeah. 
That's it right. would be one. Th- it would be one thing if we got to binge this show. Yeah, it, it's it's it's, no, it's another thing. Yeah. when we get two months and the story doesn't make sense to spread it out over two months, like in in one division, only a couple of days passes. Mm. Like this, two months of our lives is only for a couple of days worth of story. So, like, no wonder there were so many stupid theories that that didn't pan out. We. It, it, it's the stupid way they told this story, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I get you. Wait, if, was, if they had let's, stuck, let's... if they if they had stuck the finale better, maybe I wouldn't be saying this. Yeah. But to me, they did not. But this scene, I wanted to say, I have a prediction from this scene. Mm. Um, all of these characters. Another thing that was really frustrating is, well, this reveal that none of these characters had any um, connection to the comics either. When like most of these characters' names were taken directly from characters from WandaVision comics. And most of them were superheroes. Mm-hmm. Connie, her character, was a superhero. Uh, Norm, his character, was a superhero. Uh, and I think uh, Herb, too. I don't remember them all. Okay. <clears throat> but all of their names were taken from the comics. And it was like, okay, why did you do that if there's going to be nothing? And I'm going to suggest to you based on this scene that maybe the whole thing that we said about, okay, did the hex actually cause mutants? Maybe down the road in a future movie, wherever we're going with mutants in the MCU, a future TV show, maybe these characters, these same, cause, because these are some great actors here, right? Like Mrs. Hart is, uh, the mom from that 70s show. I forget her name right now, but can you imagine her with mutant superpowers? Can you imagine her as an evil mutant character? Can you imagine this whole like scary circle of people as like the brotherhood of evil mutants who all were mutated by, by an Avenger and therefore like hate the Avengers. Like, I think there's some great storytelling opportunities still to come here. Yeah. Like in the future, like down the road, maybe these characters (laughs) will be revisited. Sure, right, so. sure, but it but it's maddening to me because you know what it reminds me of, and this is this is I'm gonna get into the point of why I'm getting bummed about the MCU. The first time they started talking about Thanos in the MCU mm-hmm. was way, 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 way back at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? At the at the beginning of the eleven year journey, at the beginning of the twenty movie journey, was when they started talking about Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now what I'm worried about is. All of these big predictions that people had for WandaVision that didn't happen in WandaVision that could still happen because they weren't excluded for any reason. We just didn't get that far. I'm worried that that's going to be the end game. And it's like 20 movies down the road before it's already guaranteed like three years because these storylines are not going to get continued until Doctor Strange, which is not the next movie coming out. The next movie coming out is Spider-Man, which is going to have no connection to this at all. So it's it's maddening to me thinking about sitting in, and, and, and contemplating these exact plot, plot points for like a decade before they're realized. And, and you know, having another big endgame event where it's like, oh, finally those questions you had about WandaVision a decade ago. Will be it? Like I don't want. I don't want to give a shit a decade from now. I really don't. I really don't want to be still giving a shit about these things. It's just maybe I don't know. It's petty. It's small. I don't know. Maybe, uh, but um, yeah. No, I. I don't like it. Anyway, <clears throat> all good. 
<laughs> Moving forward with this yes. episode. Um, yeah, so she tries to set the people free. Um, you know, there's a very scary moment where she uh, tells them all to stop, but she chokes them all. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't realize she's doing it. It's involuntary. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and in the comics, like, Wanda really goes crazy and... And, and I, I feel like that never really happens here. Like she's stricken by her grief. You know, maybe you could describe her with symptoms of mental illness, mm-hmm. but she never really, really goes crazy. And in this moment, I thought maybe she's she's on the on the verge of going there. Of like, maybe she's snapping and, and turning evil a little bit here. But and, and I guess that kind of happened. But um, she immediately snaps out of it. Anyway, um, when the hex is all opening up um, and she's trying to let, let the people out. Um, then Vision and her kids start to die. Um, so she realizes the problem here. Uh, my kids and my husband are dependent upon the existence of this fake reality I made. Mm-hmm. If I, if I, if I set the people free, if I end the fake reality, my kids and my husband die. It's a terrible, terrible conundrum. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so everybody's in the hex now because we want to open the doors. Um, oh, no, Jimmy Woo didn't make it in. That's right. He's still stuck outside. Mm-hmm. And But the FBI is arriving outside the hex yeah. while Hayward and the soldiers are in the hex. Uh, and we all know Monica Rambo is already in the hex, too. And now she's set free from Evan Peters. If you're wondering if Evan Peters was maybe going to show up maybe again in the, in the ending, maybe... Maybe turn against Agatha. Maybe use his super speed powers to fight her. Well, no, we're not going to see Evan Peters ever again. He's gone yep. from the episode at this point. Yep. Um, we get some crazy action scenes here. We get, you know, uh, Wanda and Vision and the kids. Uh, oh, well, after the whole Vision fight, right? We should talk about the Vision fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vision fight uh, turns into a philosophical debate. Yep. Uh, we talk about the ship of Theseus. They end up flying into a, into the middle of a library, which is a, a cool setting for this. Mm-hmm. And then they and then they have a levitating conversation in um, in the middle of the books, which turns a philosophical debate. Vision says, <clears throat> um, "Sorry, uh, Wanda Vision, Vision, Hex Vision says to White Vision, uh, why are you doing this?'" White Vision says, "My directive is to destroy the Vision." Hex Vision says, but I'm not the real Vision. I'm only a simulation. Uh, so uh, White Vision is intrigued, and they have this debate in this ship of Theseus. It's a whole thing. It's very cool. It's very clever. Um, basically, how this resolves itself is um, Hex Vision tells White Vision, uh, "You, if I restore your memories you'll see, you'll understand that you are the real vision more than I am or mm-hmm. just as much as me anyway. So your directive is false and you, and you shouldn't destroy me. Yeah. So vision, hex vision, who still has some power from the mind stone in him. Remember that that's where his power comes from. Yeah. It comes from the mind stone power that's in Wanda. She, she spit it out and created him from it. Um, he uses his mind stone power, touch the mind of white vision and restore all of his memories from his real life. And I don't know if this is this is true or not, but for me in this moment, I kind of believed that Hex Vision gave him his own memories too. Okay. Now, I don't know if you had thought of that or if anybody else had thought of that out there. I haven't seen anybody else say it. 
But I believe that White Vision now has all of his own memories back in his head. But he also has Hex Vision's memories in his head, too. Okay. Which is what he needed to have a complete understanding of the situation to understand that his directive was incorrect. Well, anyway, in all fairness, Hex Vision doesn't remember anything before. That's true. Right? So they both had incomplete memory records. Yeah. And then I believe Hex Vision got White Vision's memories back as well. I think they completely shared each other's minds, right? Mm. So everybody ended up with everybody's memories at the end of that, I thought. That was my take from it. Okay. Like Hex Vision walked away with original Vem- Vision's memories. So he, he knew who he was all of a sudden, mm-hmm. finally. He, like, like Pinocchio becoming a real boy, almost. Yeah. But, but it happened to both of them. Only the difference was White Vision can leave the Hex. Hex Vision can't. So there you are with that. Anyway, um, I was really disappointed here as well. Because, um, yes, it works. And White Vision suddenly remembers who he is. And he says, I am Vision. And then he just flies away. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. We do not see him again. We don't know where he flew to. Not in this we episode. Could, we could assume if he decides that he is Vision and his directive is to destroy Vision, we maybe could assume he was flying away to destroy himself. But mm-hmm. he does not die on screen, and this is the MCU, so he is not dead. So where he is will be revealed in the future. Who knows when? But you know, we'll look forward to that. And my prediction for that is he is the same as White Vision from the comics. Even though he's going to have all of his memories now, he's not going to have any of his emotions anymore because he doesn't have the Mind Stone. Um, so he'll just be like a pure robot with no emotions. So even though he'll remember being in a relationship with Wanda, he won't be able to really be in a relationship with Wanda anymore because he can't love her anymore. Mm. Um, he doesn't have the capacity. That's exactly what happens in the comics. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's going to happen in the movies. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to the, the episode, uh, Hex Vision, after defeating White Vision, joins his family in the street, and they decide they're going to fight and defend Westview mm-hmm. for some reason, even though Wanda has already realized that Westview has to be destroyed. Now they decided to defend it. Okay, well, that so happened, we have this- that happened before he defeats him. So when they do that superhero stance and they were like uh, posing up in the street, that happened before the yeah, library you're right. scene. You're right. You're uh, right. Right and now, uh, after after uh, White Vision dips, um, Hayward's about to shoot the kids, and this is where uh, Monica Monica Rambo um, absorbs the bullets. Yes. <clears throat> uh, and Monica saves... Rambo uses uses another weird superpower and turns into like molten lava or something when a bullet hits her. And so the bullet goes through her, but is also slowed down mm-hmm. when it goes through her um, and saves the people behind her from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the only time she does anything for the rest of the episode. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, and again, she's still discovering her powers, right? Let's let's all wait for Captain Marvel 2 to see what Monica Rambo was actually going to become, I guess. But yeah, this is uh right after that is the scene where um, Right. And the, then we have the vision fight, sorry. No, no, I that did. already happened. That already happened. 
Okay. That already Sorry. happened. So White Vision already left. Uh, Monica Rambo saves the kids. Uh, Hayward uh, gets into the uh, Humvee and tries to drive off. In comes Darcy, diehard style, ransom. <laughs> Darcy's one moment in this episode. Oh no! Sorry, 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 sorry. You're right. Sorry, um, sorry. She doesn't. He hasn't defeated him yet. They're still having that mental little philosophy thing. debate. Yes. Yes. This is uh, sorry. This is the part where he gives the memories. Sorry, I'm watching that as we as we talk. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I in my head, I'm thinking um, he already dipped, but not yet. Okay. Um, so I don't know where I am anyway, <laughs> but you know, we get, you get the gist. Hayward crack. Hayward is stopped by Darcy crashing her ice cream truck into his Jeep. And she says something enjoy, about enjoy jail. enjoy jail. And I heard a record scratch at that moment going, what the fuck? This character of Hayward turned out to be so fucking stupid. Mm. And just ridiculously villainous, like just like not realistic at all. He's shooting, he's he's emptying his clips at the children. He's emptying his clip at Monica Rambo. Uh, he's uh, like, there's nothing to his character except he hates superpowered people and wants them all dead. Mm. Um, but I thought it was really weird when she said enjoy jail like the only thing i can think of that he would go to jail for was maybe shooting at monica rambo and the kids okay shooting at monica rambo definitely mm-hmm. go to jail for that okay but like everything else that he did in this show he had the power and the authority to do he was the head of sword right uh so like none of the stuff with white vision none of the stuff with his plan to try to stop the hex None of that would send him to jail. Like, even though everybody else disagreed with it and thought it was a bad plan because he wasn't trying to save Wanda. Like, there was nothing there for him to go to jail. I just thought it was really weird that this whole thing is ending with Hayward going to jail. The only thing that I saw him possibly he could go to jail for was he he shot Monica Rambo. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess you could say that. And he shot a kid's. Yeah, but the kids weren't real. The kids suppose, were created, but, created by the hex but he and still then shot vanished with the hex. Yeah, but they weren't real, so it doesn't count at all. It counts. Um, They're real no. in the hex. The hex isn't real. The hex was the problem. He the was sent there to solve. He was there to kill the hex. That <laughs> was his job. Kids. The kids were the hex, Kev. <laughs> Do you see my problem with this? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I have more problems, okay? Yeah. From here, we get to the final battle with... I don't know, from here, we get from the, the final vision battle. But yeah, then they, so they that, do... He know. does the whole thing where he touches his head. Yes. And all those memories of, like, Endgame and Infinity War and Age of Ultron. The final witch battle, which... It starts off a little weird to me. I, I love this little moment where... Monica, oh, sorry, Wanda uh, sneaks up behind Agatha and touches her on the head and mm-hmm. t- and put, puts her in a nightmare the same way she did like way back in Age of Ultron Age of when Ultron, we first. Yeah. yeah, it was a classic Wanda Maximoff move. Yes. Uh, and and the nightmare that Agatha goes back to is her origin story. It's the place where she killed 
uh, her coven and her mother and and she's back on the stake and and everybody's rising from the dead to haunt her and it's scary for her Mm -hmm. um then this scene turns weird to me i think because the ghosts in the nightmare all turn on wanda and this is proof to wanda that wanda really is the scarlet witch this prophesized you know, witch or whatever. Cause at this point, Wanda doesn't even believe she's a witch. She just thinks she's has, she has superpowers. Um, but this is the scene where they like convince her that she's really a witch. It's somehow the ghosts of her dead coven in the nightmare who are trying to like kill Wanda because she's the evil Scarlet, Witch is the proof. But anyway, we get out of the nightmare somehow <laughs> and we get back to the street battle. Uh, and, um, it goes like next level. So, uh, Wanda and Agatha both get airborne and they fly up into the sky. And, uh, you know, the whole thing is Agatha's, the more Wanda uses her magic to attack Agatha, the more Agatha absorbs it and takes it from her. And, um, you know, Wanda's breaking down so much. It looks like she just wants to let Agatha take her magic. And so Mm -hmm. she's attacking her with it firing shot after shot after her and Wanda's getting drained and drained just like all those coven members that Agatha drained um but I don't know did you know that there was a that there was a I mean I obviously knew that Wanda wasn't going to lose the fight but mm. but when they're up in the sky and when Agatha's laughing and getting more and more powerful and Wanda's getting weaker and weaker and just like firing shot after shot after her did you have a clue what the I thought I thought the final the final trick that Wanda pulled was kind of kind of cute. I kind of liked it. I enjoyed that. I actually really liked that because did was you like, see it coming? I didn't see that coming uh, specifically, but uh, in my head when I was watching this for the first time, I was thinking, okay, obviously she's not going to lose, <laughs> and yeah. I was trying to think of like how what she what she's going to do to to I guess turn it around. Like I wasn't yeah. sure if she was gonna give her all their powers and then somehow get them back. Like I was trying to figure out how she was gonna I, do this, but of course I it was it, all trickery. I thought it was gonna be like the Phoenix Force or like Mjolnir, and it'd be like, no, the the chaos magic refuses to be cast by Agatha because she's not worthy of it. Mm-hmm. Only the Scarlet Witch can cast it, and you're not the Scarlet Witch, and and then it would be some kind of like like Wanda's power that she doesn't even understand, you know, made its own decision not to let Agatha like take it from her. Mm-hmm. But but no, it was this it was this cute thing that Wanda did to prove how how smart she is. Yeah. Um so when she was shooting at Agatha, she was also cleverly behind her back shooting at the walls of the hex yeah. all around them and she put Ma- uh, five magic runes, one on each wall of the hex around them, yep. the same way Agatha did in her basement. And so the magic runes rendered Agatha's magic, um, rendered Agatha powerless, unable to use her magic. Mm-hmm. And so only Wanda was able to use her magic, and uh, Agatha was defeated. Yeah. And they had a great um, little Thanos uh, moment when she went to go like use her magic, and it wasn't working. Just like yeah. how when Thanos did tried to do the snap, and Iron Man had all the the, the stones, right, right, which I right. That was a nice little throwback. <clears throat> right, 
and Wanda finally uh, like bamfs into her into her uh, real Scarlet Witch costume, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool looking. Her new costume is pretty cool looking, and if I may say, I feel like it's a little bit X Men looking. Just yeah. gonna say that. Okay. Right, right here now. Um, uh, they make it, you know, Wanda, um, you know, deciding what to do with Agatha. Agatha obviously pleads for her life. Um, she says, "You're gonna need me to sh- teach you how to use your magic." Which is what happens in the comics. In the comics, Agatha Harkness is, is kind of a mentor to Wanda Maximoff, teaching her how to use the, her magic for a while. Um, so, you know, likely we're going to see that later on. But uh, Wanda says, uh, for now, I'm just going to make you live here. I'm going to turn you back into your character. And you're going to be trapped here in this mm-hmm. horrible place where we, where we know how horrible it is to be trapped because we saw that horrible scene earlier. She's submitting Agatha Harkness to the torture she knows living in this world is. Um, and she and she says to her, um, and if I do need you, I'll know where to find you because I, I'll have trapped you here. Yeah. Um, One thing I, I was actually expecting, when she said to her, I'm going to leave you here, or whatever the line is, and, and I totally thought, so... Again, I'm going back because uh, I have been watching a lot of YouTube videos. So I've been seeing the original images of Agna, uh, Ag- Agatha Harkness from the comics where she's like an old lady with her hair up and stuff like that. I thought she was going to turn her into that. Right. That's what I thought when she said that at first. I thought she was going to like. I, I'm going to make you old. Yeah. Yeah. And turn her into that. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I thought that would have been a nice touch if they did that kind of as, as a throwback to the comics. But I'm fine with like what they did. You like, know what would they, have been also cool mm-hmm. if if when 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 Wanda had her 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 um, hex cast or her sorry, her runes cast. And so Agatha didn't have her magic if she automatically reverted to that because that was her true form and right. her her younger face was just a glamour like like uh, the the red woman from uh game of thrones okay. uh that would have been cool yeah um but no we got this it's fine um so uh yeah i have real questions about this which we'll get to uh as the rest of the episode progresses because i i did not like this i'll know where to find you business because now i'm asking myself what do you mean you'll know where to find her you're gonna leave the hex up you're not going to shut down the hex. I don't understand. No, how, she wasn't how is that part possible? of the hex, though. She, um, she yeah, wasn't. But... She wasn't controlled by the hex. Remember that. So um, basically, the way I took it is, she's going to leave her in that house because that's the house that she was in, the bewitched house. And but that she's... was Ralph Boner's house. No, he rented a room in the house. That wasn't his house. No, he the 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 power bill was addressed to him. She moved in with him and took the character of his wife because he just happened to live next door to Wanda is where I took it that okay, he was so actually, he was actually Wanda's next door neighbor. And so I guess Agatha came the house. <laughs> I see Kevin. This is why it's confusing. Cause I don't yeah. think so. I think she lives in the hex the same as Wanda's children, which we haven't even gotten to yet, but here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, from there, uh, what do we do? Um, Wanda's like, I got to fix everything, uh, and we all got to just go home. So um, the family goes home together. They go back to their house, 
and uh, they put the kids to bed, and they have this really um, touching uh, family goodnight scene where they tell the kids they're very proud of them and how much they love them. And before they close the door to the bedroom, Wanda says to them, kids, thanks for choosing me to be your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you understand, oh, she's saying goodbye. This is a goodbye scene. Um, and you see shots of the hex uh, is actually shrinking. Um, the thing is shutting down. You understand what's happening here. Um Wanda is actually turning off the hex now and um, it's 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 shrinking and it's turning off in the exact opposite order that it's that it was born in so it's shrinking down to their house and their house will be the last spot in it uh, to still exist and then disappear so she's saying goodbye to the kids and then she goes downstairs with vision to say goodbye to him and we have this really really powerful moving touching scene and these two great actors who did such a great job with this portraying this relationship on this show, I didn't feel them in the Marvel movies. I, I won't lie. I didn't like their relationship in the Avengers. It didn't ring true to me at all. Right. Uh, they sold it to me in this show. And this scene was really moving. Uh, there's a lot of very touching lines. I won't try to recreate it mm-hmm. for our listeners, but um, it's great. Um, and it definitely indicates that um, these characters may see each other again in the future. Um, now you can, ex- can interpret that however you want. You can interpret that as maybe she'll see white vision and that's the same thing now. Cause white vision might have his memories. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can interpret it as she's going to see all of these characters in the hex in the future again. Um, that's possible too, especially from what we see in the post credit scene. Um, but they have a very tearful uh, goodbye, and um, then yeah, the 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 hex closes and and Vision disappears. It's very moving, very powerful. But Wanda is then left standing in the empty lot uh, of the house mm-hmm. and uh, dressed in her old clothes, and she pulls her hood over her head. I don't know why she doesn't get in the car that she drove there in. It's it's parked That's right there. She walks <laughs> she walks past it. Yeah. Uh, but she walks past it, walks back to the city square where Monica Rambo is. She walks past all the people in the city who all give her hateful grins now. And it feels like uh, it's it feels X Men to me, man. It really does. Um But she has a conversation with Monica Rambo. Um and uh, you know, Monica Rambo says, you know, I don't blame you for what you did. Uh, if it was my mom and I had your power, I would have done the same thing. And, you know, uh, Wanda's like, thanks. Um, and then the police are showing up, so Wanda flies away. She bamfs into her uh, Scarlet Witch costume and flies away. In between there, we get, uh, you know, we get other stuff. We get Monica We get Monica and Jimmy Woo saying, hey, it's over. Great. High five. And where's Darcy? Oh, she said something about how debriefs are for the week. When they said that line, I yelled at my television. No. Are you kidding me? Darcy gets no closure, no wrap up, not no character moment with Jimmy and Mon- nothing. Yeah. No more Darcy. All she did was crash into Hayward and then poof. Not even in it again. But not in even her face. There, it is possible that maybe she had a scheduling issue and Remember, inexcusable. This, no, no, but this day when they filmed this, she could have been like, maybe she wasn't available. Maybe she couldn't. Do inexcusable. Anything. No, but you gotta you gotta remember these things though, right? You gotta take those things into into uh, consideration. No. 
people these are working actors like they they're not just doing this like she this could have been something that they filmed two months after they wrapped the show this could have been an afterthought so she could have been already working on the next project so you got to take things like that into consideration no no yeah i don't yes I believe that's that. the I way that, nobody that has said works. nobody has said she wasn't in it because she couldn't be there you're just jumping to that no conclusion i'm because you... i'm no i'm jumping to that conclusion because you're <laughs> shitting on the fact that she wasn't there you well, you're just, you're assuming the bad writing is because of a scheduling conflict. I'm telling been. you, bad writing. It could have been. They could have changed bad writing. No, they could have changed this mid this post credit scene, right? It could have been something else completely different. But then they're like, you know what? That doesn't work. Let's do this. And they're like, okay, well, we're gonna have to call back all the actors. So you don't know that. So that's all I'm saying. I'm on just a, defending. Property I'm defending. Important. I'm just defending the project. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't you're, there. You're, you you're, invent, you're inventing a theory to defend the project. No, no, I'm not inventing a theory. That that's real life. That's what happens in in in, in Hollywood, dude. Sure. Sometimes there are scheduling conflicts in Hollywood, but yeah. there is no indication at all that that's what happened here. So I don't know okay. how you're not let's, just inventing a theory. Let's get fucking what's his name? Matt Shanker. What, what's his name? The guy that Yeah, Matt Shakeman. Let's get him on the fucking line right now. <laughs> and we'll talk to him about it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Call you know, Kevin you know, Smith. You, you guys know, are boys. You guys are boys. Clearly, clearly, he has his number. Call Kevin Smith. <laughs> get his number. That we'll get to the bottom of this. An apology. Anyway, uh, uh, post credit scene time. Yes. Um, there's a post credit scene where um, an Agents of Sword uh, takes Monica into an, an empty movie theater. And reveals that she's a scroll, yeah. and says we're gonna go into space. It's like it, it was the most nothing. Oh, get ready for Captain Marvel two yeah. uh, little teaser you could possibly get. Uh, look, yeah, there's a scroll. Well. Yeah. Look, we're going to space. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then we get uh, a little bit of uh, extra Wanda story in the final end credit scene. Um, we get this cabin in the mountains. Uh, a lot of people think these are the mountains from Wanda's origin story uh, in the comics. No idea. Mm -hmm. But uh, we see uh, Wanda sitting on the porch of a cabin in the mountains uh, in isolation. Uh, and she's drinking her coffee. And um, <clears throat> then the camera pans into the cabin. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, moves through room to room uh, until we get to the back room in this cabin and we see that Wanda is pulling a Doctor Strange. She's astral projecting. And she's actually inside this back room of the cabin reading the Darkhold furiously. The same way Doctor Strange astral projected to, to magically read uh, magic textbooks while he was sleeping at night. Mm -hmm. uh, WandaVision is Wanda's doing the same thing here. So not only was there actually a line in the Darkhold that says specifically reference Doctor Strange. It says in the dark hold that the Scarlet Witch's powers are superior to the Sorcerer Supreme, which is Dr. Strange. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're, you're obviously setting up a confrontation between them. They show you here that Wanda herself actually has a lot of Stephen Strange's qualities. Like she's a really fast learner. She's devouring this magic, learning it really fast. Uh, the same way he did uh, the exact same way he did. Yeah. Um, so the, it's just more setting you up for the confrontation for Dr. Strange and in the end of the scene, we hear the voices of Tommy and Billy. They seem to be emanating from the Darkhold itself. Yeah. 
like somehow they're either they're either trapped in it or there's some gateway within it that leads to some place where they could be reached. Who knows what this is? They don't tell you. Uh, everything cuts to black there, and we are left to theorize. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which honestly, I'm very tired. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to theorize about Marvel anymore for a while. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll check in with this storyline in three years when the Doctor Strange movie comes out. Two years, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it's a year. I don't know. Um, but uh, whenever it is, I'm not going to worry about it. We'll let it happen. Um, is that it? Is that all the events of this episode? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think okay, we covered good. it. Okay, good. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm, I'm glad it's over. Uh, uh, you know what? All in all, it, it's not a bad show. It's a good show. It was it, it, it. I enjoyed it all the way through. Um, but I was also frustrated all the way through that because I felt like it was presented in the wrong way, and and it, I should have been able to watch it all together instead of having to spread it out over two months. So. Uh, not my favorite show. Um, and, uh, really my biggest problem is with the finale and all of the many, many loose ends. Uh, for instance, what, what the hell is Wanda talking about when she tells Agnes, I'll know where to find you. I've trapped you in the hex. And then she just makes the hex disappear. She didn't say I trapped you in the hex. I was trapping her in the town. It's, she meant the hex. She's not going to be the character no, in the town. The town. She, she meant, meant the, the hex. No, I no. disagree. I took it as she's trapping her in that town. Kevin. So she can't leave that town. Not the hex, the town. But that wouldn't be like you understand Jimmy Woo and everybody's still there, right? So okay. they're not going to just, they're not going to drive away and go, oh, oh, well, I guess she lives there now. And I guess she's in black and white and playing that character forever now. Like, like no, she meant the hex, Kev. No, she she absolutely. Meant, she I'm meant telling the you, town. She meant Kevin. The I will. Town. I will bet you. I will bet you a thousand dollars cash. Oh, oh, you heard it, folks. <laughs> I'm dead serious. She meant the town. I, she 100 percent meant the hex. The town. No, Sorry, man. The town. Agatha vanished with Vision and the kids. Agatha is vanished now. We don't know that. We didn't see her yes. vanish. She meant the hex. Absolutely, Kevin. There's no doubt. Watch it again. I don't have to. I'm positive she said in the town. She meant the imaginary town. That's why she turned her into the character. She meant she you're going to be trapped like these people forever. And that's the hex. That's not the town. Okay. That was your interpretation. I got mine. So it's everything's open for interpretation. Kevin, this is this. I never do this to you because because you know that when something is debatable, something is debatable to me. This is not debatable to me at all, and I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are wrong, and I will bet you any money that you're wrong. <laughs> all right. I, I've never the, done this the, before. The way I take it, I took it is she's going to be trapped in that town until she's ready to find her. That's the way I took that. That town in the hex, not in reality. Not in the hex. <laughs> Okay, buddy. I'm sorry, but that's the way I took it. I didn't take it okay, in the X. I'm telling you, you took it wrong. Okay. She couldn't okay. live in reality as that character Why in that not? house, even. It's not her house. It's somebody else's house. And it's the real world now. And the FBI's there. They're going to solve that problem. You know, they're going to take her out of there. It's not. It's, All good. That's not what it is. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> the episode gets a uh, okay. The episode wasn't all bad. There was mm-hmm. good stuff in it. Um, so, but I, I the number of holes in it as a finale, I have to judge it as a finale, not as it, it felt like to me like it was an episode in the middle of a season of a show instead of the, at the end. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So uh, I got to take points away from it. It's a six for me. Okay. Um, and um, that's like by far the lowest score I've scored any episode this season. Yeah. Okay. So that's that for me. Okay. Uh, I didn't, I didn't hate this episode. I thought it was all right. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the action in this episode. Um, the fight between Agatha and Scarlet Witch was great. Uh, the vision fight was great. Um, I, I get where everyone is disappointed with the whole Quicksilver thing. Um, I had no problem. Like it's not going to ruin the show for me. The fact that he's fucking Ralph Boner, (laughs) the actor and not Quicksilver, (laughs) uh, from, uh, from the, uh, X-Men universe. Uh, overall, uh, I feel like. I said last week's episode was like one of the weaker episodes because I felt like that kind of dragged. But uh, this week's episode, um, I don't know. I feel like it didn't drag. Um, It was a little bit better than last week's episode. I don't remember what I gave last week's episode, but I feel like this one is like a seven for me. Word. Yeah. There was no cameo. No, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, yeah. No, Elizabeth Olsen said there was a cameo. Uh, she she must have meant Evan Peters. Uh, apparently, uh, somewhere someone debunked that she even meant it that way or something. I don't know. Oh, um, oh she didn't mean it. Okay, yeah, of course. Something of course. like that. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, of, um, what's what call it? Paul Bettany's uh, uh, the guy that he wanted to work with was himself. Was himself? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the rabbit was nothing. The rabbit was you know, nothing. Yeah. Dotty, nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Well, we weren't. I was expecting Dotty to be anything. Anyway, she was only in one episode. Maybe two uh, in the background yeah, somewhere. I I was waiting for her to come back. I was waiting for the yeah. character to be important. The character was set up as important when she was introduced. Yeah. Um. But then not. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's all in the past now. Uh, yeah. Uh, look forward to Doctor Strange uh, to have some of these storylines con- continued. Look forward to Captain Marvel 2 to have others of these storylines continued. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. We'll see what happens there. We'll see. Boom! Done! Can I get a boom done? <laughs> The agony and the ecstasy of WandaVision. <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed the series. I I, uh, I liked it. Um, I'm so re- so ready for some Snyder Cut, dude. I'm so ready for some DC. I'm so ready for some Zack Snyder uh, to cleanse my palate of, of the realization that you're back at the first mention of Thanos. And <laughs> yeah. And you're going to wait 20 more movies before you get the conclusion of Thanos. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. And I'm just like, say what okay. you say, say what you want. But I thought it was, uh, I thought they really did a great job with the whole, uh, 
first um the first phase whatever the first few phases um i loved how they they I didn't introduced hate them. i how they introduced thanos and then they just wrapped it with like him being like this this i don't know what's the word i'm looking for i don't want do i want to use the word god because at one point he felt like he was god yeah right? omnipotent almost yeah, yeah. um and yeah, was, sure. I just, I just, I spent that whole the, ten years. He defeated the the uh, the Avengers. Like he defeated them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was great. So you know what? You know what I? You know what I thought? And maybe I'm wrong because mm-hmm. look how look how great you know uh, Infinity War and Endgame did. Yeah. So how could anybody say it should have been any different? But I thought that we would get some kind of smaller confrontation with Thanos. I, I guess Afterwards? I guess we, I, we no before oh, okay. we we kind we kind of did in the first Avengers movie I guess mm-hmm. those were Thanos's forces, but I felt like like don't the Avengers have to meet the supervillain and get beat up? But I guess that happened. It just happened at the end, right? It happened mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame being two movies that were kind of one movie all at the end. I kind of felt like something should have happened like. Sooner. In the middle of it all, but right? right. like they should have brought it, in sooner. Like at the year six point, there should have been something where like, like some major characters ran into Thanos and got whooped by him, mm-hmm. and then went their separate ways for another four years and didn't see him again until Infinity War, right? Right. Like it just that the fact that we we just got teased with little drops of oh Thanos is out there, like little triple trickle trickle. All the way till Infinity War mm. for the whole ten years, I just, it just felt like excessive to me. That's all. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But uh, I feel I like get what you're saying. Uh, and I yeah, feel like I'm I, back I agree. To that. I agree. Yeah. Uh, he would have posed as a bigger threat if they did that. Um, yeah. He already was a big threat, but I get what you're saying. Like if they showed him kicking the shit out of the Incredible Hulk, um, like earlier on, right. Imagine um, he beat yeah. he beat the shit out of the Hulk five years ago, yeah. and, like, and then oh, we haven't shit, seen this him guy since. again. We haven't seen him since. This right? guy beat our Hulk. Yeah. What imagine. do we do now? Imagine. Yeah. Um, no, I get, I get that. No, I, I see your point. That's a good point. Um, and I feel like a problem with the, so many Marvel movies is they 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 do the opposite, right? Like you mm-hmm. get a movie like Ragnarok, and you get a fantastic character like Hela. Who turns out to be so incredibly, incredibly powerful, more powerful than Thor? Yeah. She breaks, she breaks Mjolnir like without thinking about it, um, and then, and then you, you kill her off in one movie, and you, like, you don't get any more of her. Yeah. Like that, that, that was such a waste. Like, and a couple, couple times that's happened with different villains in the MCU. I thought, but um, <clears throat> anyway, fair enough. <laughs> Tangent. Sorry. Um, uh yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the the Spider-Man movie. I think that's going to be uh very different and and cool um yeah. in its own right. And uh, you know, we'll get to Falcon and Winter Soldier in a couple of weeks, and maybe it'll be good. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it looks like it's going to be like huge, huge, big budget. Like I'm assuming, probably like a four hour long like movie as well. Um, that's the way I'm. That's yeah. the way it's kind of looking right now. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited about that episode about that show. I think I'm more excited for that than than I was Wonder Wonder. Uh, I would say Wonder Woman, WandaVision. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks uh, looks like it's going to be really entertaining. 
Um, before we wrap up, uh, did you watch anything that you would like to recommend? Uh, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Is there something I'm, I'm forgetting? Is there something that you that you saw that you'd like to recommend? Um, yeah, I would like to recommend uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh yeah, um, I did watch that. Um, really, really good. Uh, good Disney film. Um, I think uh, I think you're gonna appreciate that one. Um, I'm gonna watch just, that yeah, very soon. Just because uh, I know how like big you are into um uh, it looks like it's no moana though moana. It's not, it's, for you I, i'm sure it, it won't be as big as <laughs> moana. i just want to put that out there right now yeah but I, I think you'll i think you'll appreciate it on a on a moana level um just one i'm just gonna tell a quick little story before before uh before we go um so i'm on the disney i'm uh, on facebook and, and i saw them advertising Rhea and the Last Dragon. So of course I see Rhea and the Last Dragon. The first thing that pops in my head is Bruce Leroy <laughs> from The Last Dragon. You remember this movie, right? The Last Dragon? Gordy Berry's Last Dragon? From the eighties? No. Dude, you sound so far away. Are you like Sorry, no, I don't remember that. Sorry. You don't remember that movie? No. Really? Maybe this is why no one laughed. <laughs> Dude, if you don't remember it, the fucking kids on the last on the the Walt Disney okay, no, no, Facebook okay, group, no, like I vaguely remember, like I remember like the title, like you, I don't remember the the movie at all. The show, the Shogun of Harlem. Am I yeah. the prettiest? Showed up. You don't remember this? Dude, okay, all right. I remember. I remember those lines from my friends repeating them. Okay, let me just uh, (laughs) let me just explain something real quick. So, anyways, the movie's about this like kid who learns like kung fu. He's like this little black kid, Um, and of course, he like thinks he's like like Asian. Like he's like um, he's like Asian washed (laughs) in this in this movie. So, anyways, uh, he lives in Harlem. He goes. he, uh, He he he. does this training he's like a kung fu master he goes back to uh to harlem and all these things like happen and this guy who thinks he's he's like the shit he's got like this gang of like 80s fucking um he looks like rick james (laughs) like these it's like a total cheesy like 80s movie anyways in the movie um there's a part where uh his master tells him that you know you achieve the highest level when you when you get the glow and he actually starts glowing in the movie right uh-huh. <laughs> so anyways so when i saw Rhea and the last dragon advertised for the first time on the walt disney thing i put a gif of <laughs> bruce leroy glowing <laughs> doing this doing his magic hand things and i thought it was fucking funny because because <laughs> the movie's called the last dragon so anyways i'm watching the last dragon the ray and the last dragon movie and so in the movie, there's a, this like, it takes place in this land <clears throat> that's divided by like uh, these different like uh, towns or whatever. And they all have a rivalry where, right? Or they're really, like fighting. So the one, the one land tries to bring everyone together. So this dude like, and Rhea, they try to like bring everyone together because they want peace finally in this like little made up like country. So anyways, they have this stone, which I guess you could call it like the dragon stone, whatever, right? 
And what happens is they one of the characters tricks uh, Rhea into showing her where the stone is. So then all the characters come in, like all the different towns, and they end up fighting for it. The stone breaks, and they all break off with like they all take off with a piece of the stone. So the the movie is basically they have to get this stone, all the pieces of the stone back together to bring like you know peace because it unleashed like this entity that kills everybody. So, anyways, <laughs> the last dragon now gets his hand, her hands on a piece of the stone and it gives her powers. So it gives her powers of the, her dragon family basically. And when she gets her hands on the stone, she gets the powers of her brother who had this power to glow. And he, she actually says, I have my brother's power. I have the glow. So, when I watched that, I thought about this gift that I put on on Disney's uh, thing, and I'm like, I called it, <laughs> and no one even laughed at it. No one liked it. No one <laughs> responded to it. So I just want to go out there saying <laughs> that I predicted. Nobody fucking knows that shit. Man. Exactly. That is the That's deepest the funniest fucking. Part, That's that is the funniest. The, part. That is the most inside obscure but it's not though because it's, that is it's obscure a shit, lot of people man. know this movie but apparently no man you and your on, friends know that <laughs> except these kids and people on on facebook's disney plus um facebook group don't <laughs> Anyways, I got a laugh at it. I was giggling like a little school girl when I was like posting it. <laughs> and 180 later and it's in the movie. Nice. Well then, now now we don't have to see Rare and the Last Dragon. No, you do. It's really good. I didn't go into full details, but uh I really enjoyed it. I, I highly recommend it. If you're a fan of Disney, definitely watch it. Um it's it's up there with like uh I'm not gonna say it's up there with all their classics, but it's introduce, introducing a new Disney like it's not, it's not a musical, right? It's not. No, it's actually not a musical. But it's introducing like another like Disney princess, and I'm sure she's going to be popular. Um, Aquafina was really good in it too. Um, what's her face with uh, uh, Kelly Marie Tran? She's actually the one that voiced Rhea. So I didn't realize that while I was watching it. By the course, I looked it up after, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So um, a lot of people know that she got bullied out of Hollywood because of fucking uh, Rose Tico. Right. So, anyways, uh, bullied out of Hollywood. Well, not out of Hollywood, but she got bullied. She, she, bullied she, off of she, social media. She deleted her Twitter. Yeah, she deleted her Twitter, her Instagram. Um, it's really sad because she was actually good as the character. It's just people hated the character. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah she um, she's doing big things now. So um, she's I'm sure uh, the Guan. Things are gone. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure this movie will get nominated for like best animated movie or something. So for sure. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. I scanned mm. through it. I'm going to watch it soon. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. So I, I recommend it. Cool. cool so yeah. Cool. You know what? Look at the time, Kev. It's getting it's, late here, and I got to work in the morning. And so I know you I. do too. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we 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 said a lot tonight. We, we did. talked about a lot of stuff. We yeah. said a lot of things. Yes, we did. Put it all out there. We left it out on the field. We gave our 110% as usual, as we do here yes. on Too Old for This Podcast. Yes. Any questions from the audience before we wrap up tonight's broadcast? 
I see line one oh. blinking. Uh, hello, you're on the air with uh, Jared and Kev. That's the end? That's right, Miss Jackson. That is the end of Too Old for This Podcast, episode 72. So thank you for listening. And thank you if you have been listening all this time yes. to me being a big, grouchy, negative Nancy all about the finale of WandaVision. And please come back when I will be in a much better mood <laughs> on episode 73, yep. where we are going to be getting together with the OTOG roundtable once again. Yep. Uh, we're going to be talking to the boys about what their thoughts about WandaVision. We're also mm-hmm. going to be talking about Netflix's documentary about the notorious B.I.G. Yep. Biggie. I got a story to tell. Yep. And uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about uh, coming to America with those guys as well, because mm-hmm. that's that's our that's our that's our era. Yeah, that that movie, the original. Um, so that's going to be fun, and we're looking forward to that. So come back for that. Uh, please drop us a comment, drop us a like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do what you got to do. Uh, live your life. Enjoy yourself. Who am I to tell you what to do? Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. All good. And then just chill. Till the next episode. Heard that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Cider <Yeah>. cut. <laughs> it's all love, baby. It's all love.